This is the Day Zero Update for September 22nd, 2019. I'm Fukunofa. I'm Patrick Mifflin. I'm Brandon Perkins. And I'm Chris Ologi. And for some reason, I have to switched over to radio voice uh, for... I, I can't understand why. That's not something I usually do at the opening of the show, but for some reason this week that happened. Yep. Uh, so apologies to everybody. Uh, I will endeavor not to do that again. Uh, mm-hmm. because radio voice sucks. Uh, yeah. No, nobody likes it when people talk like that on podcasts. It's really irritating. God, you think that's bad? You should try doing it for a living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then your normal speech starts to become that, and then, then you become a really irritating person to everybody around you. And it actually strains your ability to speak. Yes. Like, <laughs> Will pull muscles that you didn't know existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so apologies for that. But yeah, this week has actually been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's not been any shortage of news weeks. We've got uh, announcements coming up. We got uh, Sony's doing a state of play on Tuesday, which we'll talk about in a bit. And mm-hmm. yeah. Some good stuff actually coming around. It's it, you can tell it's getting close to the holiday season because all the news is starting to come out. Uh, yep. Like last week where we had jack shit. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that. But before we do, uh, what have we been playing? Uh, simple answer for me: uh, PC building sim. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, still playing that. I'm just biding my time until Streets of Rage Four comes out. Really. Uh, mm. I, I suspect it's not far off at this point. They've been showing so much of it lately. Yeah. That mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably due in the next couple of months, I believe. I'd say. Uh, and apart from that, I've been playing some emulation stuff with my little uh, Pi Mega Drive thing, and I'm really loving that eight bit Do controller. It just it just changes how you play it completely. It just feels so much more natural now. So I've been playing Silphid on the Sega CD, the Japanese version with all the swearing, of course. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good little platform. It runs Sega CD really nicely. I think if you're looking to do Pi projects, uh, probably a good idea to invest in one. That's they're fun, and you'll learn a bunch of stuff. So, and uh, kind of that's been it for me. As well, How about you, Pat? Um, to the surprise of absolutely no one, I've just been getting deeper and deeper into Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers and NHL Twenty. Uh, both of those games have uh, plenty of reasons to check in on a daily basis, and I'm certainly taking advantage. Mm. Not much to report on either one, but yeah, they continue to be fantastic games. Yeah. All right. So I guess that means you, Brenton? Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3, basically. Because um, it's Borderlands, and it's a lot of fun, and it will make you... It is one of those games that will absolutely, you know, have the time basically go drift away so quickly from you without you even realizing it. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's still got it still does that thing where like you uh, shoot enemies and like four hundred weapons and stuff will fly out of them for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's part of the fun. <laughs> um, and of course, like all. Uh, Borderlands games. Its humor is both funny and cringe. Yeah. I kind of um, get the sense that Borderlands 3 is really going to be a, a time capsule in in, in that regard, because it's going to be one of those games that doesn't really age well culturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
It is. Um, it relies a little bit too much on meme humor. Mm. Um, it's true. Mm. Yeah, it was just one of those things that I was observing. It's like, hmm. Yeah, how is this going to play in 10 years, you know? Of course, you probably won't be playing it in 10 years because you won't be able to. Cause yeah. This is the way we're going at this point. And it's, you know, it's Gearbox, so... Yeah. You know, they'll probably have remastered it like five times by then. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's still a lot of fun. And yeah, it, it's very easy to get lost in it. Unfortunately, one of the big things is I've also been encountering a lot of glitches. Yeah, um, you and I have, probably everybody else. I have had the game freeze up on me at least once. Hmm. Um, but... You know, otherwise, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, what about you? Oh, uh, yeah. So I've been continuing to play some more Link's Awakening. Uh, I was just doing the thing with the golden leaves, mm-hmm. uh, which took me a bit to find the last one, uh, just because I had to use a bomb to uh, scare a crow, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a weird thing, because it is chilling out on like, every other crow that I've seen, which immediately gets uh, aggroed by you uh, just existing near them. Mm. Uh, But yeah, still liking it. Uh, It's a good improvement uh, over the original in terms of making it more uh, newbie accessible. Uh, Having the uh, the map setting, they have the the memories they show you, uh, which just lets you know, like, recent, like, uh, story-related uh, dialogue you've gotten. Like, uh, one of the recent ones I got was from uh, Richard. He's like, oh yeah, I used to have a castle. Uh, you need to go there and get me some shit or else I won't let you uh, into my garden. Uh, that sort of thing. And there's an owl that during like major moments will come out and talk to you and uh, give you some guidance as to what to do. That sort of stuff it does a, a good job with. Uh, my main issues are just kind of the lack of accessibility options mm. uh, in any way, uh, and options in general. So I think there are going to be uh, like secrets that are going to be hidden through stuff like sound. Uh, so if you're not, if you have the audio off for whatever reason, or you're hard of hearing, that's going to be an issue. Because mm. uh, I think. Uh, I saw somebody was uh, essentially like figuring out a place to bomb a wall because they had they hit the wall and find the one that was hollow, hmm. uh, sort of thing, uh, stuff like that, which uh, makes sense as a puzzle. But I don't know that there is like a visual thing to tell you like that's where you should go. But uh, yeah, like the the jumping is pretty neat uh, to kind of experience in a Zelda game, especially one that was originally a 2D game on a Game Boy, mm. uh, which leads to some weird like platforming sequences, uh, which is where they introduce like the, the Goomba stuff uh, and the side-scrolling sequences. Uh, that kind of looks more claymation-y in design uh, than the original uh, or compared to like the rest of the game it does, which uh, is pretty weird. Uh, but yeah, kind of 
just enjoying going through this. And yeah, that platforming, uh, the the performance still isn't great when you run into areas that are heavy on like grass. Mm. When it has to like spawn those in. Um, but yeah, it's so far it's still been a really great game. Mm. It's just weird to have a, a remake of a Game Boy game that's from what I've seen people say is it's largely the same game. Uh, so like originally that was what thirty bucks. Now it's sixty. Mm. That's like a thing that Nintendo kind of has to deal with is bring a lot of these portable games and franchises to a console where they're gonna sell them for sixty bucks. Mm. Uh, which is definitely gonna be a thing with uh, Sword and Shield, where if you want to get both for some reason, uh, that's gonna be one hundred twenty bucks compared to eighty. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yeah, and that's gonna be thing people have to wrestle with and especially when they're not particularly great with uh they're like family sharing stuff mm. uh between counts on uh on con- uh, multiple consoles sort of thing yeah if you're yeah. hoping to have like multiple switches to share games between uh you and your kids or spouse or whatever uh definitely going to be issues there uh hopefully at some point nintendo gets that uh Unfucked because they released a portable handheld version of the Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, you might want to maybe have one Switch that is your TV Switch, mm. and the other is your portable Switch, and maybe be able to move saves between them more easily. Mm-hmm. Especially when there are certain games that do not allow just the native cloud sync. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Animal Crossing, one of their big games next year. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be interesting thing to see how they if they ever address it because so far firmware wise they have not done anything with mm. the switch really yeah uh but yeah that's going to be uh, interesting interesting to see um also i'm playing bloodstain because that is on game pass yep mm-hmm. uh so i've been wanting to check it out usually when it's on like sale or something mm. uh but i've guess this is uh i think i've got there first mm-hmm. uh so i'm playing it and yeah very much it's symphony of the night style uh all the ways though the names for the bad guys are all stupid yep <laughs> uh the main bad guy being jeeble <laughs> yeah yeah uh he was one of the playable characters in uh, curse of the moon mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but hearing them uh, talk about like having fear for Jeeble. It's like, okay, sure, <laughs> sure that guy's uh, terrifying. Uh, and I keep wanting them to reveal that. Like, uh, a joke I keep thinking of is uh, Alfred is Durfla backwards. Mm. <laughs> I just making stupid jokes like that. But mm. so far they haven't done anything like that just yet. Um, had some weird bugs with uh, like on the the ship that you start on. Yeah. Uh, I got the map that shows you like where the treasure chests are. Yeah. And there's one that's off the map that you can't get. But once you get the, the actual last, uh, treasure chest, it just disappears off the map. Yeah. So it's like weird stuff like that. It's like, it still hasn't been fixed. Is this on the uh, Xbox one you're playing or on PC? Yeah. Xbox one. Okay. Yeah. yeah and I was very cautious like of, looking at books because I heard that uh, books are very dangerous. 
Uh, it, they were. Crash. They they fixed that now. Yeah. yeah. But also the books don't seem to give me any interesting info. No, apart from it's the, like lore and like uh, weird special moves. Yeah. That I don't have any moves. interest in doing. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like I'll just hit them with this thing until they die, mm. <laughs> or I got the heretic grinder, so I'll just uh, use that until they die. <laughs> sort of thing where it's like, okay, sure. Yeah, and they nerfed uh, that, but it, it didn't really nerf it that much. So no, it's not. Mm. And I've gotten to the woman that gives you the quest, just like kill a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I believe like when you turn in a bunch, she just yells the same thing over and over again. Yep. Uh, Symphony of the night. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Uh, look forward to putting some more time into that. Uh, but right now, kind of just get my feet wet in there, getting into the castle, and kind of figuring out where to go from there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, playing that and also playing some more Rocket League because the new uh, week's worth of challenges is up. And finally got my challenges done for the extra mode mm-hmm. stuff. The basketball, or yeah, the basketball. Hockey, uh, rumble, and drop shot modes. Mm. Try to get MVPs basically in those any of those games. Yeah, it took a while. Uh, mostly just playing basketball, but occasionally getting the matches. Like, okay, these guys are way better than uh, my team, uh, so that's a lost cause kind of thing. Mm. Where they just get a bunch of goals in quick successions. Like, all right, we got no answer to this mm. uh, sort of thing, but. Uh, yeah, that's been uh, a lot of fun. They're going to be... Uh, I forget what else I have to do for that, but working my way through it. I think I'm about level 20 right now. Yeah. Uh, but she put some more time into that. And uh, that's been kind of it. Mm. Pretty much uh, I'm going to be streaming The Sojourn, mm-hmm. which is a game that came out on Friday. Yeah. Uh, which is weird when I got the, the email with the embargo info, and it's like, just give me times. Like, wait, what? Day is this <laughs> today? <laughs> it's just like oh, the, the embargo ends at three a.m. It's like three a.m. When <laughs> I had to look it up, I was like, oh, it's out today. So yeah, no embargo, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I look forward to playing some of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shall we get into the uh, news of the week? Uh, yes. Kind of touched on it a little bit this, uh, at the top of the show, but Sony's doing a state of play announcement on Tuesday, four p.m. Yep. Eastern. Uh, apparently The Last of Us Part 2 is going to be featured quite prominently. Yeah. That's good, because we've pretty much heard diddly from them for about that game for almost a year now. Yeah. I also kind of hope that they'll feature Ghost of Tsushima again. Cause yeah. That game, when we saw it at E3, that game looked godlike. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I want to see more of that, and it'll you know give me a good reason to go back to my PS4. Because yeah, it's I like the feudal Japan kind of stuff. Just I, I like the setting, so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, checking yes. that out. Uh, what else would we expect or want to see from them? Uh, and no, there won't be any PS5 uh, announcements. They're, they've already gone on record saying no, that's not happening. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just going to do a normal event like yet. they did for the PS4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do a stream video on that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, maybe new Spider-Man? Uh, if they can figure out what the heck's going on with the rights to that character. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the game rights are unaffected. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've it's still been... movie rights that are held up. Yeah, mm. I've still been... Uh... 
wanting to get a new a new Sly Cooper game. Because um, I know that, uh, you know, Sucker Punch doesn't do that anymore. Hmm. Um, you know, the fourth one, the last one, was made by a different company. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for those of you who don't know, the company that did that are the company that are also responsible for the uh, Spyro Reignited. Yeah. Uh, so. So what, uh, Toys for Bob? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, I think Sly Cooper would be uh, very welcome at this at this time. Yeah. Uh, especially given how well uh, the Crash and Spyro uh, remakes have, have gone over. Yeah. So. See, the thing, yeah, if you went back and did a little bit of touching up the old uh, Sly Cooper games, that would be great. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, graphically, those games, on the whole, mostly still hold up, except for, you know, the, some of the character animation. Yeah. But, otherwise, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we got. Uh, also, that movie has pretty much been shelved indefinitely at this point. So yeah, yeah. so we won't be seeing anything from that. But yeah, yeah it's gonna be gonna be interesting. We'll probably see a bit of medieval since that's due out soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that probably Iron Man VR. Yeah. Probably the Predator game. Yeah. Wonder if they'll announce another PSVR revision. Um, that. That might be something that comes up. Uh, I think that that'll happen. I think that'll join the PS5. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Price drop on a PS4? Maybe. Hmm. Eh. Maybe. Yeah. How's Perhaps. Is, I, I'm noticing that uh, the uh, prices for consoles of this generation has remained rather consistent over the since the, its launch in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Slim came out. Uh, at a particular price point, I think it was what two ninety nine. Yeah, 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 two ninety nine. Basically, yeah, you got two ninety nine for the slim and three ninety nine for the pro, and they've pretty much stayed there with occasional sale here and there that would bring it down to like uh, three fifty or one ninety nine occasionally. So, um, yeah, price drops would be nice, especially leading up to the next generation. Yeah. So I guess uh, we'll move on from there. And uh, if Lee was here, he'd probably be jumping up and down in his chair right now. Uh, <laughs> because uh, on uh, September 27th, uh, Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 uh, mm-hmm. will be uh, available on the Switch. Now, Without Toriyama artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Which is odd. And Well, it's the original. It, it's the retro shit, because... Yeah. Remember the original Dragon Quest, you know, when it came out, it was Dragon Warrior over here. Yeah. 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 But they're keeping the quest yeah. Um, title. Yeah, they've standardized it like they have with the numbered entries of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from what I've read, the these versions are not based on the mobile versions. No, which is a they're good thing. They're based on the a mobile version of a Japan-only hmm. release from, like, 2009. Which is a good thing, <laughs> because yeah. I think that version was actually It looks better. worse. Look, it looks a lot worse than the current mobile versions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well... I uh, just... I was playing the first one this week. Yeah. It's like, this looks way better than these Switch versions. Although they said they're... 
They're you said they're not doing the Toriyama art, but if you look here at the uh, the Dragon Quest the thing they put out on Twitter, it's or it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever, they're using the box art, the original Toriyama box art for all three. Hmm. Which is weird. Wow. Yeah, the screenshots they used on the pay, the Switch site mm-hmm. uh, show the when the battle arts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go into battle arts, not the sprites. It's like hand drawn version of those enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've seen some people suggest it's from the uh, what is it? Like an art book, mm. original art book mm-hmm. kind of thing that just looks real. Yeah, so clashes with the the regular art style and like the the character art of what you're controlling and seeing walking around towns and such is also yeah. different from the regular game. Yeah, so it's like just this clashing art styles that <laughs> does not work all that well. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things like this should be as good as uh, it should look as good as the like Sega Ages games do from compared to the originals and yeah. like uh, Capcom's uh, legacy collections of Mega Man games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be some not half uh, kind of half-assed uh versions of these games that just don't really seem to be all that authentic to the original game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, at least in terms of the art. I mean if they were going to put the, the the original 3 3 games they just should have just used the original NES sprites and all that stuff. Just, you know, make it uh, traditional. But yeah. it's, yeah, I'm looking at this stuff now and it's like, wait a minute. It, something don't look right. <sighs> yeah. yeah, and it just doesn't doesn't look like it should, which is kind of the Square Enix thing of they don't give a damn about uh, like half of their older games they bring to consoles or PC or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like they flip a coin. It's like, all right, this one gets no budget, yeah. no support. We're not doing any w- actual work on this. Mm. Or, or we're giving this to the interns. Yeah. Mm. They get no support. Mm. Uh, well, at least like, they're not charging much for it. It's like five bucks, seven bucks, and uh, 13 bucks for the for yeah. each of them. So. Yeah. But also, you know, like they did this to Chrono Trigger on the PC. It's like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. arguably your best game yeah. you ever released. And, and modders fixed that, so thankfully yeah. we have that. And they eventually updated over the course of a year. It's like it shouldn't take a year to fix Chrono Trigger to make it what it should be. <laughs> you shouldn't need to fix Chrono Trigger. You should do it right no. the first time. Yep. Yeah. And it's like they want Dragon Quest to become big here in the West, and they pull this shit with the these original games. Yeah. It's like you wonder why uh, these aren't going to uh, set the world by storm. Yeah, and yeah. it's like you guys need to be better than this. Yeah, yeah, they'll still sell really well. <laughs> so oh yeah, that's the problem. Like, <laughs> Square Enix doesn't have to put a whole lot of effort, and they'll still sell really well because the Switch just has a massive install base at this point. So, yeah, mm. and this will be out the same day as uh, Eleven. Yeah. So, and you know, there's going to be people who's just going to go Dragon Quest Eleven. Yep, one, two, three. Okay, buy those two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, so moving on, Mike Bittle's new John Wick Hex game is coming out October eighth, uh, so a couple of weeks away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now you can strategically murder people uh, any way you want. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this... Uh, originally, when I saw it, I was like, why? And the more I look at it, and it's like, you know, I, I actually might get into this. This is kind of an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, uh, anybody else got to get... No? Uh, maybe. Probably not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it at some point, probably when it comes to consoles. Yeah. It's, uh. I'm, I'm sure I'll be issued it eventually through PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on PC, it's Epic exclusive. Um, so. Yeah, that means at least it, for now. For now, yeah. So that also means it would, it will probably end up being issued to me at some point. Um, which, uh, at this point, I'm okay with. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. We don't often talk legal stuff on this show, but sometimes there are decisions that come out that could have some pretty staggering precedents. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be one of them, uh, at least as far as, uh, well, the Europe goes. Uh, French court uh, has kind of said that uh, Valve's not, not allowing people to resell their digital games uh, is against EU law. And, That's huge. Yeah, that is huge because uh, uh, European law doesn't make a distinction between physical and digital. Uh, over there, it's treated as just goods, uh, so which is uh, n- very different than, ha- than how it is over here. Uh, so, uh, And the law is over there, any good can be resold. Uh, but it has to be that same, you know, that same copy. That's the, mm-hmm. the caveat. So if Valve is going to follow this, and of course they've appealed, because of course they would, because uh, they really wouldn't want this to uh, actually take effect, because it would be a massive amount of work for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, because all of a sudden now they have to track every single copy of that game ever sold and make mm-hmm. sure that uh, if somebody resells it, uh, that, uh, well, it just it doesn't get resold multiple times. Uh, and then, of course, there's going to be a used market for for game, which means why would you buy a uh, why would you buy a copy uh, new digitally when you could buy a used one, which is going to be at a discount? So, yeah, that could you know kind of upend this entire model that uh, that Valve has been working with. So, um, you guys have thoughts on where this would go? Hopefully, it spreads. Yeah, I don't think that it's going to be isolated to just one region. Yeah. No. This is going to have consequences that affect everybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. It starts in France, but, you know, if it, uh, well, if if the UK could ever figure out what the hell they're doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it starts in France, it'll probably spread to the rest of the EU, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, it could. It could very well do that. Uh, so, uh, you yeah, know, right now Valve is in full uh, denial mode and uh, appeal mode. Mm-hmm. So while that's going on, it's basically a delaying tactic and yeah, they, the, there's no changes that, that have to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, if uh, th- this could be a, an interesting precedent to set. And it would uh, effectively, uh, if something like this were to happen, mm-hmm. it would basically uh, take sites like G2A who mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're no fans of anyway, and just basically put them out of business. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we will follow this 
Very closely. Uh, because um, as you guys might recall, this is something that I said Valve should do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe they will yeah. at some point. Hmm. Yeah, I think the, the best way they could go about it is just let you sort of essentially sell the license back to Valve for like a small part of the cost of the game. Like maybe 25% or something like that. You just have credit to spend on something else. Mm. So if you're done with the thing, like that prevents you from doing the full refund. Essentially, yeah. like the if you buy like a game that is pretty short, mm. just play through and get the full refund so you get the, essentially get the game for nothing. Yeah. Uh, like it gets a way of recouping costs but not letting people exploit the system as much. Yeah. That I think is a better alternative than what they kind of currently have where devs get screwed out of money if they decide not to make a game that lasts a billion hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would also be a way around having to have a second-hand market. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, at that point, I mean, the uh, the person who bought the game and is reselling it would get some money back. Um, but uh, would it be fair value? That's that's the thing. We talk yeah. About, yeah. Especially with all the 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 code resellers have to like humble bundle and fanatical and all these where it's like, oh, there's twenty games for five bucks in this yeah. bundle. Yeah. Uh sort of thing. Like the value kinda gets uh changed around so much. Yeah. Just based on how it gets packaged. Yep. And then you throw in like Epic Game Store and Twitch Prime and all these others that give out the games for free. Yeah. That sort of stuff where it's like uh, value is a very different thing when there are multiple ways of getting besides just giving a pers- uh, giving the the platform your credit card number mm-hmm. yeah. and asking them to get, charge you a certain amount of money. Yeah, and there's a bunch of different ways of getting the game for free or through subscriptions and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In the end, I think this is going to happen in some form, uh, but yeah. When or how or what form that takes, uh, we don't know. Yeah. That. But I would be all for it. I mean, yeah. I can't. I can't tell you how many things in my Steam library I would. I I have bought and immediately regretted. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, Especially yeah. when it's uh, a lot of stuff that's like the worst thing they could do probably is to allow you to do that through the Steam Marketplace. Yeah. Where it would eventually become like, oh, it's three cents for this game. <sighs> yeah. Because so many people want to sell it. Mm. Uh, you know, Bad Rats or whatever. And it's like, those guys can't make any money because their game is plentifully available for three cents on yeah. the store. Because that's the cheapest you can sell anything for. Yep. And still get money back. Go from there. Um, so you like uh, PC launchers? No? Because now you're going to have another one. Uh, oh my this one right here. No, the fuck, I'm not. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, Steam oh, actually overhaul. does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has that? Yeah. Uh, is that? Yeah, you just. Out? Yeah, you just go to your settings on Steam, and I think there's the beta thing there. You can just sign up for it, and it'll uh, essentially download the updates and relaunch it. Uh, and the library is. Uh, pretty big overhaul yeah uh visually uh instead of having the kind of uh widescreen banners cool. uh it's kind of more uh xbox style you know box art looking things mm. mm-hmm. uh, which not everybody is 
not all the devs have upgraded their box art to that. So there's plenty just like, oh, this uh, is it's kind of a a weird placeholder banner thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like a banner, and then the background is like this blurry version of that box art. Yeah, uh, kind of thing. And yeah, the now if you've played a bunch of free to play games on your Steam accounts, uh, those show up in your library now. Oh. Uh, stuff you don't have installed currently. Hmm. So like there's your number that you've had for you know how many you have in your uh, entire library probably ballooned <laughs> yeah, uh, with this if update. You played anything that was free to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, free to play stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, like categorizing stuff is a bit easier now. Uh, definitely the big issue I've seen if you have games installed on more than one hard drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's impossible to tell where they're installed now. <laughs> uh, when you sort by f- uh, file size, because huh. uh, you have to go and like right click, go to properties, go to local files, and then that tells you yeah. where it is. Whereas before, you just go to that one view that's sorting by. Uh, you could sort by different metrics, and file size is one of them. It'll show you like Siri, hmm. like whatever your external drives are at, that hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, this one obscures that a lot more. So then I was trying to. Free some space on my uh, my second hard drive. Mm. Uh, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, this is still uh, beta, so uh, yeah. There's little stuff like that will probably end up getting ironed out over yeah. the course of time. But when you have a game you want to play, it'll show you like up front, like, hey, this sar- this sports controller, this is just mouse and keyboard, uh, single player, multiplayer stuff, like yeah. icons for that. That's a big improvement. Yeah, it shows you like when you last played it, your play time, achievements, like a very kind of console style interface. Hmm. Uh, in a way, you can more easily get to you know the community hub or get to the forums, look up guides, workshop, all that sort of stuff. Hmm. Uh, kind of just makes it all easier to access and hmm. look a little bit prettier than what the uh, what the previous version of Steam looked like that yeah. had been that way for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, that uh, the the previous version of Steam really did look very uh, you know late aughts. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice that they're bringing things up to date. Yeah, it's made for when you might have like maybe a hundred games in your collection, not a thousand. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty good update. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully keep working on it and all that like one of the nice things is you can just say hey show me just the stuff that's installed yeah and yeah. not everything it'll tell you even like the folders like there's one guy's like you have 364 or 382 installed in this hmm. this group sort of thing mm-hmm. it's like oh that's pretty nice yeah yeah I think I'll after the show I'll, I'll switch myself to the beta channel and try it out I don't want to start it while I'm recording because I have no idea what that's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, so moving on, which uh, the story that I was about to do until I forgot I missed one. Uh, Rockstar Games now has its own PC launcher. So if you want to play yep. uh, GTA Five, well, there you go. Now you have to have that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I think if you get it installed and sign into your account there, you get San Andreas for free. Yeah. Which I saw is like, but I bought it like eight years ago for five bucks. <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure I have that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, mm. uh, and I believe it input uh, imports uh, uh, at least a good amount of their games if you have it installed on Steam or other services. Yeah, 
Uh, so you can kind of get those games through that launcher that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it seems like it's going to be a place for them to kind of more focus their uh, releases yeah. and potentially signals that they're probably going to put uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC and announce it through this I, I wouldn't service. be too surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the let's see what they have on it right now is GTA Five, LA Noir Complete Edition, uh, Vice City, San Andreas, Max Payne Three Complete Edition, and Bully Scholarship Edition. Mm-hmm. And they they had a weird bug uh, when it first launched where uh, GTA Five had to always be online, which yeah they, yeah. they fixed. Uh, yeah, like that that wasn't an intentional thing uh, on their part. It was just a bug. So yeah. a lot of people want to make a big deal out of that one, but it's like, no, <laughs> they're not going to put a single player game being always online. I think everybody has learned their lesson from that. Ubisoft. I do think the paranoia is justified though. Yeah. Yeah. But hmm. yeah, because all their money's made through online GTA online. Yeah. Mm. But the, th- the thing of it is, uh, you know, the GTA online, they could technically make that a standalone free to play game and still make bank. Yeah. On it. You know, mm-hmm. They don't need to the single player component to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, though they could also charge you fifteen bucks and also get the GTA Online money. Yeah, they could for when it's on sale, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, uh, but I think um, well, listen, everybody have GTA Five by now. I think it's been on. It's been so affordable in the past few months that you know you can pretty much get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, when whenever the big sales come up, GTA is always on there. So. Mm. Yeah, in its various forms with shark cards and all those good stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I just don't play it the way everyone else does. No, mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I just get into a car, pull off to the side of the road, and start listening to the talk radio, <laughs> which is great, by the way. It is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a surprising amount of it too. That's yeah. Anyway, and the nice thing with GTA Five, there's like a reception aspect to it. So there's two different talk radios depending on how far outside of the city you are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. So you get like the oh, here's the right wing channel when you're outside of the city. (laughs) Yeah, and when you're inside, (laughs) it's the the political commentary channel. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, moving on. In packaging news, which is something I never thought we'd talk about, um, uh, the uh, latest iteration of Football Manager 2020 uh, is ditching the uh, Blu-ray style cases for just cardboard cases. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why this was picked up by um, like everybody, but this is a thing apparently. Well, Football Manager is a major, you know, franchise. Across the pond. Oh, so, yeah, it's massive over there. And yeah. the fact that, you know, they're ditching the plastic casings for cardboard means they're going for something that's recyclable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, especially weird when, if you've bought any Switch games, you see it's this, even if it's a small case, you look and, like, the, the game card is, like, one-tenth of that yeah. mm-hmm. at best. Uh it's like, this doesn't even need to be this big. Yeah. Uh, but it's because of the way retail shelving is done mm-hmm. that uh, that whole thing is kind of a, a weird thing. Yeah. Because it's basically about as tall as, like, the 
regular Blu-ray uh, cases are. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, much uh, skinnier, I guess. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. thinner. Looks about the thickness of those. You know, remember those old, uh, those old slimline DVD cases? Mm-hmm. About yeah. about that thin. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like we kind of need uh, DVD and Blu-ray cases kind of be like the old Joel cases for CDs. Yeah, but those suck. <laughs> Not the actual material, but the, the that, su- that yeah. kind of size. Because yeah. that's basically about as big as the disc is itself. Yeah. And like that's going to be tougher for like Switch because those cards are small as hell anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there would be ways. They could do easier like a cardboard... Uh, slipcase kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like the the actual card is in there. It'd be harder to break it. Mm. Uh, and it kind of, you have to tear open the whole thing to even get it. So mm-hmm. it'd be pretty obvious when it's tampered with. Yeah. Yeah. They also inadvertently, or yeah, yeah, definitely inadvertently uh, created a collectible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pick up a copy of Football Manager 2020 and don't open it because uh, mm-hmm. it'll be uh, probably worth something in like 20 years. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, in other news, uh, we talked about this briefly at the top of the show, but uh, yeah, Bloodstained Jump Force are now on uh, Game Pass. Along yep. with uh, Dirt Rally 2.0 and you know a few other th- a few other things as well. Um, and you play jump. You spend like two hours downloading Jump Force to play for 15 minutes and delete it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that's how that's going to go for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, Bloodstain gets a bit more of a fair shake. Because um, I, I would assume so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm finding it harder and harder to resist getting a Game Pass subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is precisely Microsoft's point. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing the Amazon approach of make it as cheap as possible or put as much stuff on there as possible Yeah, mm-hmm. to get everybody onto it. Yeah. And hope you don't remember that you have to, at the cost of the monthly, goes up when mm-hmm. you're, you're like free month or... Your cheap month is over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wait for Black Friday, though, because there will be deals on Game Pass and stuff, subscriptions for that. Uh, Yeah, they're going to be doing a rewards promotion, I think, coming up next month. Yeah. Or if you do all of the stuff it asks you to, Hmm. uh, you get a free month of Ultimate, whatever, the Game Pass Gold Ultimate thing. I don't know what they... I, I just like the PC version at this point because I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's a whole different set of games. Uh, well, there, there is some overlap. Uh, like all the Microsoft yeah. stuff does overlap there. I think there's one I see that's on the, the Xbox app on PC. It's called Goner yeah. Win 10. Yeah. I couldn't even bother to just take out the Win 10 version of it. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> I guess it's like their file probably they uploaded. Yeah, and forgot to change the title. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, so we'll move on to uh, Konami is doing another Castlevania game. Yay! It's a mobile game. Yay! Boo! Boo. Yeah, it's called Grimoire of Souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a book now instead of a musical um, uh, thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, it seems to have a bunch of classic characters. I mean, Belmont, Alucard. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and a few others, and a lot of fan service in there. And microtransactions up the wazoo. Yeah, sure. Probably sell you more characters. Yep. Uh, don't know if this is something... Well, I don't have a phone to play it on, so I won't be playing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whether it will be worth playing or not, I have no idea, because it kind of looks kind of okay. Mm-hmm. And it has a co-op mode, multiplayer, uh, kind of like that one XBLA uh, Castlevania game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was that one? Har- Harmony of Dissonance. Despair. 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 Yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyways. Uh, so that's a thing. Uh, if you like your mobile Castlevania, well, there you go. You got some now. Yeah, SNK. Remember we talked about the uh, Neo Geo Pro Stick that uh, yeah. is coming out? Yes. Uh, so now we have the game list that goes with it. And I hope you like fighting games. <laughs> it's got we got King of Fighters. 95. Which one here is not the fighting game? Ninja Masters. Find it. Okay. Yeah, Ninja Masters. That's the one. Hmm. All the others. Uh, They're all fighting games. Yeah, um, and some of these I've always wanted to play, hmm. never got a chance to. So well, like, let's go down the list. Let's see. Well, start off. We got King of Fighters '95 to 2002. Yeah. That's well, 95, 95, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2002. 2002, yeah. Mm. Uh, then we got Fatal Fury Special. Mm, decent. Um, which is, what's the difference between that and just regular Fatal Fury? Um, yeah, it's a, it's like the tournament-tuned edition of uh, Fatal Fury 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. And we got Fatal Fury 3. Uh, I would have actually skipped that one and put real yeah. bad. But... What was the yeah? What was the Fatal Fury game that had it where you they had they like fought on like these big sprawling arenas? I mean, not 3D, but like with like places you could break through. Uh, well, that started with Fatal Fury Three, but it ended oh, okay. up on real about. It's just the the uh, the way that it was implemented in Fatal Fury Three wasn't very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, then we got Garu Mark of the Wolves. You have to have that. That's yeah. the time skip sequel to the Fatal Fury series. Yep. Basically. Uh, and then we have, well, every Samurai Showdown except the first one. For some reason, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I was Samurai skip Showdown one, it 2, been... 3, 4, and 5. Mm. If I was going to skip one, it would have been 3. Yeah. Uh, 3 was... The... Yeah, it was okay. No, it wasn't great. <laughs> it had... Wasn't 5 great is one the one that had that weird, uh, that weird life bar system? Yeah, I think it was. Hmm. Yeah. I think, and Chevrolet Showdown 5 is the one, I think, where you can play Andrew Jackson. Uh, yeah. That's six. And, okay. Damn. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, crap. All right. <laughs> so. uh, then we got The Art of Fighting. Mm. Honestly, I, I, could have left, I could have left that one off. Yeah, I would have had the second one, mm. personally. No, the first one's a pretty good um, game for just when you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah, but the second one's far superior to it. Yeah. In just about every way. Yeah. Um, then we got World Heroes 2. Yeah. And World Heroes 2 Jet. For those And World Heroes Perfect. So for those who okay. don't know what, what the World Heroes series was, it was basically a fighting game with a bunch of historical character XPs. <laughs> yeah. It was technically not that great but it had a lot of ideas that were well ahead of their time yeah. also it was just batshit insane yeah like 
Seriously, like, the character list goes from, like, Rasputin, uh, an XB of Captain Kidd, hmm. a evil-possessed football player, mm-hmm. uh, a German cyborg dressed up to look like M. Bison, yeah, and a witch doctor with this giant freaky mask. Yeah. <laughs> Among and the fight and the final bosses was basically uh, it was basically an XP version of Bao from mm. that manga that you know before JoJo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's weird that they have the th- three of them in there. Uh, well, Jet have- uh, added a couple of extra characters. Yeah, Jet had a couple of extra characters, and then Perfect added more. But yeah. Perfect was broken as all fuck. Uh, but that also made it a great game for when you were drunk, because it was just bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have left World Heroes 2 off, since you've got Jet already. Mm-hmm. But what ifs? Uh, then there's Ninja Masters. Yep, which is the only non-fighter on here. Yeah. Uh, the I page says that. it is a fighter. Really? Yeah. I don't remember theme competitive fighting game. Hmm. Hold on, let me oh, check. Oh, is that the one from ADK? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Ninja Combat, sorry. That's the that was the yeah, sixth and final right. fighting game produced by ADK. Yeah. This mm-hmm. uh and then there's the last blade two. Yep. Um yeah. finally, last but not least, Kazuna Encounter. Hmm. Which is the okay. other batshit crazy <laughs> fighter on this list. Yeah. Uh, it's a very safe lineup, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have... It's... Hmm? Yeah. It's, it's a shame it doesn't have any of their non-fighting games on there. Yeah, I'm amazed they didn't shoehorn Metal Slug on there. Somehow, yeah. yeah like Metal Slug X would be really great on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at the press release they put out on their site for this. Uh, and they talk about the the arcade stick itself is inspired by the Neo Geo CD controller. Mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, yeah. The it also supports plugging in just regular PC controllers. Yeah. Or wait, because it's twenty nineteen. Supports not only Neo Geo Mini but also PC as a controller. So maybe you can use it as a controller on PC. Yeah. As uh, two meter long USB cable stored in the bottom storage cabin. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Adopting outstanding micro switch for joystick and buttons. With totally eight buttons, you can use it to play more games. Okay, yeah, just use it for other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and optimized display. Using three times pixel scaling and three effects of scan scan lines to bring the retro gaming experience. Mm. Yeah, we'll see how well that works out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this will get hacked, of course, and then it will yeah. be even more awesome. Yep, uh, because you know, it, like like I said, this was a safe lineup. If they wanted to go a bit more uh, out there, they could have put stuff in there like uh, Waku Waku Seven or uh, Power Money Magic Puzzle Mac. Exchanger. Yeah. Waku Waku Seven. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say that Waku Waku Seven is so batshit insane it would overpower all of the other words for its sheer batshit insanity <laughs> because yeah. you think world heroes and kazuda encounter are loony yeah waku waku seven puts both of those to shame in, true. 
Yeah, and this was a, that was a Sunsoft uh, title. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have the Japanese PS2 Sunsoft collection that that's on. Mm. Yeah, and there was yeah. also what is it, Power Instinct Matrimony, which is also batshit insane. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that would have been fun to put in there, but anyways. Still, uh, I mean, I, do we have a price point on this yet? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, they're saying this list is the international list. Okay. Essentially, so it means it could change depending on specific regions. Yeah. But it seems like it's largely going to be it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It'll also include a Neo Geo sticker in the box. <laughs> of course. Uh, so USB Type-C, two slots for that. USB Type-A, one slot. Yeah. And a converter or mm. adapter yeah. for A to C. Good. Uh, next up, we got uh, Bandai Namco is uh, filed trademarks for Klonoa Encore, uh, Splatterhouse Encore, and Mr. Driller Encore. Wow. So yes. that Klonoa one certainly got my attention because mm-hmm. talk about a franchise that should have been a franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it's getting another. Not get completely squandered. Yeah. Looks like it's getting another opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got uh, Katamari Damacy uh, encores already, and those mm-hmm. have done pretty well. So, uh, I think this is another shot for uh, for Namco here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they do with Splatterhouse. Uh, yeah. Don't know if you j- just bring the over over the original and just, you know, upscale it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. they'd have to do something a little bit more with that. Yeah, Mr. Driller, you don't have to do all that much because the game's just solid and upon its in its own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Klonoa, well, the art style that that game already had doesn't, it, you know, it wouldn't be too bad uh, today. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit of upscaling and maybe tidying up a bit probably make it look real nice. So, yeah, uh, yeah let's see where this goes because uh, I, I wouldn't mind playing Klonoa again. On the PS4. I'm hoping it just um, makes it possible for them to fully revitalize the franchises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like that's where this is all is all heading with these uh, remakes of the old games that we're seeing with you know Crash and Spyro and so. I, I won't be too long, I don't think, before we see mm-hmm. the new entries in those franchises again. So, mm-hmm. hmm. So uh, keep your eyes open for that. Uh, yeah. So in sad news, uh, well, yeah. for Brandon at least, uh, yeah. BioWare has pretty much abandoned the uh, roadmap for Anthem. Yeah. Uh, screw you, EA, and screw you, BioWare heads up who mismanaged this so badly. Yeah. So uh, Because you've got no one else to blame but yourselves. Yeah. So this game is uh, they're they're switching from the roadmap that they uh, originally had laid out uh, to mm-hmm. more seasonal content, uh, but uh, I think the writing's on the wall at this point. Uh, this yeah, they're packing on, it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. this game is on its last legs, and uh, seven months uh, and after the game has been released, and that's this yeah. is what's happening. And again, once again, it is EA mm-hmm. and the higher ups of Bioware's fault. They yeah. do not have anybody else to blame but themselves. It yeah. had a longer hype cycle than it had a playable Existence. run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and development cycle, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
Uh, and finally, we'll talk about the last story of the day, and that's, uh, remember in 2017, there was that swatting incident in uh, Wichita Falls, Kansas? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, co-defendant of that one, a uh, guy by the name of Casey Viner, uh, got himself 15 months in jail and uh, a ban from playing online games. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, co his, he got the, uh, basically the lighter sentence because he was, well, just, he wasn't the big instigator here. Uh, mm -hmm. that other guy was Tyler Barris because he was the one who actually made the swatting call. Mm -hmm. Uh, he got 20 years and a ban for, for games. They need to hand out that Good. second judgment a lot more often. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't swap people. It's stupid. Uh, yeah. A person died because of this. Yeah. Uh, and, and granted, uh, it, the police really do need to learn how to de-escalate and not see everything as a threat. Mm -hmm. Um, but besides that, yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. This, this like, how, how fucking immature do you have to be? To, well, okay, these are called well, clearly. <laughs> I should... These yeah. are the type of people that usually post on shit like Kiwi Farms. Yeah. So, yeah, don't you're 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 giving them way too much credit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's really about where that story is. Uh, this, mm -hmm. this guy's going to get uh, some jail time and uh, maybe a very valuable life lesson mm -hmm. if he uh, cares to actually learn it. Yeah. But with these people, you just never know. Mm -hmm. so. And on that downer of a, of a note, <laughs> we'll, mm -hmm. uh, we'll end the show there. Uh, remind everybody that if you haven't subscribed to the show, you can do so at anchor.fm slash d0update. Uh, there is mm -hmm. a subscribe button there. Hit it. Pick your platform and uh, we'll be delivered to your device of choice. Uh, you can also check out uh, smashpad.com where uh, Dan Rib's got his control reviews up there. Um, it's all right. Pretty good. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, expect some more stuff coming soon. Including yeah. my Astral Chain review, which I swear I'm still working on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're on record now, so <laughs> you got to get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so with that, I have been Filippo Donolfo, and for Patrick Mifflin, Brandon Perkins, and Chris Sologi, we'll see you next week.